0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Money on a Mission, episode six. Today, we're talking about God's incredible blessing and provision. Let's get started. With all the challenges money brings, how can we manage our finances in a way that aligns with our values? To answer this question, I've looked to mentors, books, and most importantly, the Bible. Join me as we seek to glorify God and love others in the way we manage our finances. This is Money on a Mission. All right, welcome back. Guys, today's topic is an amazing, amazing message. Before we dig in though, we need to remember that we've learned the proper understanding of what money is and put it in its proper place in our minds. So let's review. So far, we've learned that money is vanity. But it tempts many into sin by luring them into love of money, making it their master. We, on the other hand, set our hearts on God, so money does not become a master, does not choke out the word, we don't love the money, and we're able to serve God freely. We also know that the Bible teaches us there are ten things more valuable than money righteousness, integrity, humility, wisdom, contentedness, life, faith, salvation. God's word and God himself. And we pursue these things way before we pursue money. Finally, we know that all money belongs to God and we are stewards, not owners. If this is your first time tuning into this podcast, please go back and listen to the first few episodes before continuing with this one. Again, today's message is awesome, but we can only learn it and internalize it if we have truly learned these lessons first. Money can have no power left over us by the time we start digging into some of these verses we're going to dig into today. If you have learned all these lessons and we're all on the same page, then let's move on to one of the most humbling and powerful topics that the Bible teaches about money. Real quick, one last thing before we dive in. We're six episodes in, and if you've gained any value out of this podcast so far, please, please share this with a friend. It's free to you. It's free to listen. The only thing that I ask is that you share it. I truly believe that God wants to use this message to impact people. And the way that we make that impact is by reaching them together. So please let's work together. Invite people in. Send them the link to this podcast. Send them a link to the website. Text them. Tell them to listen to it. Post it on your Instagram. Something so that we can bring more people into this Money on a Mission community. I really appreciate that. And I can't tell you how much of a difference that makes. All right, let's dive in. Today's topic is receiving God's incredible blessing and provision. So God blesses us in so many ways, and this is found all over the Bible. He blesses us with love, with salvation, with peace, with security, and with so much more. As I read through the Bible, it was tough for me to pick out which verses on blessing to include, because there are countless verses that use words like blessing, prosperity, and success. I tried to pick the ones that specifically related to monetary or financial blessing to keep it within the focus of this podcast. But if you want to learn more about how God blesses us in every other way, please go read other passages besides just the ones that I'll cover in this episode. For today, however, let's start out with some psalms. Psalm 34, 6. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. Psalm one thirteen seven through 8 He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes, with the princes of his people. Psalm 128, 2. You shall eat the fruit of your labor of your hands. You shall be blessed, and it shall be well with you. It's clearly God's desire to lift us up, to lift us out of poverty and into his blessing, to let us eat the fruits of our labor and be blessed. Let's look at another verse that I love, Jeremiah 29, verse 11 through 14. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. And I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord. And I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. He has such good plans for us. He says here, I have plans for welfare. I will restore your fortunes. He wants us to be blessed in this life. And he wants us to be provided for because he loves us. Let's look at a couple examples of this. Genesis 26, verse 12 through 13. Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. The Lord blessed him, and the man became rich and gained more and more until he became very wealthy. This is the fulfillment of the promise that God made to Abraham, Isaac's father, when he said, I will make you a great nation. He blesses his son just one generation later with incredible success. And then Isaac used that to bless the following generation and the following generation until Abraham grew into the entire nation of Israel. Okay, let's move forward to Exodus. When God frees the Israelites from slavery, he blesses them with all the food and provision they need by giving them manna from heaven. But he also blesses them with everything that they could ever imagine and more. He allows them to plunder Egypt and walk away not just with their freedom but with their gold, their silver, and their clothing. Exodus 12 verse 35 through 36 says, The people of Israel had also done as Moses told them, for they had asked the Egyptians for silver and gold jewelry and for clothing, and the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they let them have what they asked. Thus they plundered the Egyptians. This was not just the food they needed to survive, This was a showering of blessing from the Lord, gold, silver, jewelry, clothing. Now, these people are wandering in the desert, so money didn't do a whole lot for them. But God gives them this gift to show them how great he is, how much he can bless us and the incredible riches of his love that come in so many forms, both financially and in terms of freedom and survival and love and salvation. All right, let's move on to the New Testament. Matthew 7, verse 7 through 8 and 11. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, it will be opened. If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good gifts to those who ask? And the same teaching can be found in Luke chapter 11, verses 9 through 13. I love the last part of this verse. How much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask? Think about a father on earth or a mother on earth and how they wanna provide for, care for, and give to their children to give them opportunity, to give them the ability to do anything that their heart desires. Well, maybe not anything, but to give them the ability to pursue the dreams that God's put in their heart. If we on earth wanna do this for our children, Just imagine how our Father in Heaven wants to do this for us. Okay, all these verses we've covered so far make it clear that God can give us incredible blessings. But it's important to know that He doesn't necessarily give indiscriminately, and He asks something of us first. Let's look at Leviticus, chapter 25, verse 18 through 19. Therefore, you shall do my statutes, and keep my rules, and perform them. Then you will dwell in the land securely. The land will yield its fruit, and you will eat your fill and dwell in it securely. Then chapter 26, verse 3-4. through 4. If you walk in my statutes and observe my commandments and do them, then I will give you your rains in their season, and the land shall yield its increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. These verses show us that before the blessing, there's a command to follow the Lord. God says, walk in my statutes, observe my commandments, follow my rules. Before God trusts us to manage his money, he wants to know that we'll follow him and honor him in the ways that we use it. So he asks us to learn what he says in his word and learn to live by it. Let's look at a couple more verses in Deuteronomy. Chapter 15, verse 4 through 6. But there will be no poor among you, for the Lord will bless you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you for an inheritance to possess. If only you will strictly obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today. For the Lord your God will bless you, as he promised you, and you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow, and you shall rule over many nations, but they shall not rule over you. Then in chapter 29, verse 9. Therefore, keep the words of this covenant and do them, that you may prosper in all you do. Again, these verses come with a command first, if you will strictly obey the voice of the Lord, then you may prosper in all you do, you may lend to many and not borrow. Then let's look at one more in Chronicles, 1 Chronicles 22, verse 13, then you will prosper if you are careful to observe the statutes and the rules that the Lord commanded Moses for Israel. These are some amazing blessings and God gives them to those who follow him. He wants to know our hearts and he wants to know that we seek after him so that he's able to trust us with those finances because we're going to do with them what he asks. Let's dig into some examples. Second Chronicles chapter 17, verse three through five. Jehoshaphat sought the God of his fathers and walked in his commandments. Therefore, the Lord established the kingdom in his hand and all Judah brought tribute to Jehoshaphat and he had great riches and honor. He became king. He had great riches and honor, amazing blessings from the Lord, but it was because he sought God and walked in his commandment. All right, one more. This is actually a verse that we covered in episode one, but it's just one of my favorites and I think we need to cover it again today. Proverbs 3, verse nine through 10 honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. Honor the Lord first, then he can fill your barns with plenty. This verse just gets me so fired up. All of these do. Seeing how good God is and how incredible his blessings are both financially and in so many other ways. He wants us to prosper. He wants us to be blessed. He is a giver of such amazing gifts. And we need to know him and follow him and do his will with those awesome gifts. Okay, before we go any further, we need to address something. There are listeners thinking, yikes, this sounds like the prosperity gospel. For those who aren't familiar, the prosperity gospel is a belief that we can use religion in order to attain wealth. So that would mean looking at these verses that we've covered and thinking, I want money, so the way to get it is to follow the commandments of the Lord, and then I get these riches. So when you look at it that way, religion becomes simply a means to get money. It's just a set of rules to follow so I can get what I want, and what I really want is money. When you look at these verses in an isolated context, I can see how they pose that temptation. And there are people and there are churches out there who really believe this, but not us, not the money on a mission community. This is the reason that we didn't cover this until episode six and all the stuff that we reviewed in the beginning of this episode is vitally important to move on to what we're talking about today. We have established a proper understanding of money because we've put it into the context of the Bible as a whole. We know that money belongs to God. We know that money itself is worthless. It's vanity and an idol. We've decided to pursue those 10 things more valuable than money before pursuing money itself. Righteousness, faith, and relationship with God and all the others. So while some may read these verses and think, this is the way to get more money, we read these verses and think, Everything in this world is the Lord's and I want to honor him and use it to do his will. So I'll follow his commandments, whether he blesses me or not. But if he does, I'm going to use it to honor him even more. The prosperity gospel teaches people to use the gospel for the sake of prosperity. The Bible teaches us to use prosperity for the sake of the gospel. I want to say that again. The prosperity gospel teaches people to use the gospel for the sake of prosperity, but the Bible teaches us to use prosperity for the sake of the gospel. In other words, we don't follow the Lord in order to receive material blessings. We use material blessings to honor the Lord. Now that we've established that, and now that we've received God's blessing with a proper heart, I want to close with one more passage. This is a long one, but one of the most amazing and powerful blessings in the entire Bible. If there's any doubt that God wants to give you all your heart desires and more, read this verse carefully because he is such a good father and he has such incredible desires for us. Deuteronomy 28 verses 1 through 14. And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord, your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb, and the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your herds, and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your baskets and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your barns and in all that you undertake, and he will bless you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will establish you as a people holy to himself, as he has sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. And all the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. And the Lord will make you abound in prosperity in the fruit of your womb and in the fruit of your livestock and in the fruit of your ground within the land that the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open to you his good treasury, the heavens, to give you the reins in your lands in its season and to bless all the work of your hands. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow and the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall only go up and not go down, if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, being careful to do them, and if you do not turn aside from any of the words that I command you today, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods and serve them. Wow. That is God's desire for us. That is one of the most humbling and amazing and uplifting blessings that I could ever imagine. He wants to bless us in every aspect of our life. He wants to provide for us. He wants to give to us. But he asks us over and over again, follow his commandments, learn his word, and be careful to do it. Listen to him, honor him and follow him. And then if he chooses to bless us, like he says he will in this incredible passage, we're going to honor him faithfully and obey him in what he asks us to do with that blessing. So what do we do with that blessing? That is a question we're going to answer next time when we talk about how to use money on the right mission. And I am so excited for that one, but we'll save it for next time. For more for Money on a Mission, make sure you subscribe so you get the new episodes as they launch. Also, leave a rating and a review. If you think it's worth five stars, can't tell you how much I appreciate that and how much it helps to boost the podcast to reach more people. We talked in the beginning already about how to share this podcast and spread the message to more and more people, and that's how we make the biggest impact. You can also go to the website, moneyonamissionpodcast.com. There you'll find show notes with all these verses we talked about today and more. Plus, you'll find a spot to enter your email and join the newsletter for announcements on episodes and more content about the stuff that we're covering in this podcast. I hope and I pray that you've been blessed through this episode. I can't wait to see you next time. Until then, glorify God, love others, and always manage your money on a mission.